Today's episode is brought to you by Columbia House. That's right, we're back and updated for a new generation. Subscribe to Columbia House at ColumbiaHouse.com and receive eight album downloads for one penny. It's as simple as that. I mean, it's a little more complicated, but we'll talk about the rest later. So what are you waiting for? Subscribe to ColumbiaHouse.com today. The dopest way all the kids get their music. All right, let's turn it up. Hello, Freebirds, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Skinnered Reconsidered. Thanks for all the feedback that I've received so far on our last episode, Sweet Home Alabama. I know there was a lot of history and politics in that one, so thanks for hanging in there. I do want to mention Clarence before we get too far into the episode today. A lot of you told me that I was too hard on Clarence last year, that I was rude, that I was a tyrant. And so I actually do want to apologize to last season's Clarence. The fact of the matter is I was so hard on Clarence because I thought he was doing the worst job a human being could possibly do. But what I learned in the first episode this season, Sweet Home Alabama, is that Clarence can actually do a worse job. So apologies to last season Clarence. You actually were doing better than you're doing now. I say this, of course, because the sound quality, I think, is lacking on the first episode, Sweet Home Alabama. My voice sounds weird. Clarence said we could record it on the beach, and so I brought Clarence down to our beach trip with my family, gave him a bedroom of his own, all to record that episode, and and those are the results. So thanks for nothing, Clarence. The good news is it was only the most important episode in the history of this podcast. But enough about that. I mentioned last episode that we've received tons of great feedback, and we certainly have since the Sweet Home Alabama episode aired. So I want to take some time to call out, not to call out, to thank the many listeners that are writing in, that are listening along. One thing that just really blew me away is we now have listeners in at least 50 different countries. I say at least 50 because the tracker I use It only calculates a maximum of 50 countries. So in fact, we could be in the millions by now. There's really no way to know because the tracker has determined that once you've hit 50 countries, you're a runaway success, and there's really no point in keeping up anymore. But I don't know, for some reason, the idea of having listeners in other countries never even occurred to me. It seems more special to me somehow. And then I remembered that's just how the internet works, that it's just as easy in... Moscow, for example, they can just click on it on the internet just like anywhere else. They don't have to fly over to the States. But anyway, I still think it's cool. And the point is we're getting some listeners. We're not really a runaway hit, but we are doing way better than I ever thought we would, Freebirds. I shouldn't have doubted you guys. And so along those lines, I want to introduce a new segment to the show. This one is called Turn It Up, Shut It Up. I'm just going to dive right into it. I think you'll get the gist of it. As I, as I go through this segment. So first, let's start with Turn It Up. I want to say Turn It Up to a man all the way from Detroit, Michigan. His name is Terry Mathley. He's also known as T-Bone. And he has a show every Tuesday and Saturday on Boom Radio. It's called T-Bone's Prime Cuts. And it's pretty great because he plays a huge variety of songs. He, you know, he'll go from Big Star to 
Donny Hathaway. This guy knows all kinds of music, and he makes radio the way you should make it. Back in the day, the way they used to do it, where you could hop around. I've had to go on a few road trips lately, and to my horror, my phone would not connect to my Bluetooth in the car, so I couldn't listen to my chosen music. And I was reduced to listening only to the radio, which meant I ended up with uh, classic rock. I heard Sweet Home Alabama twice and Free Bird once in the course of three hours. I'm not complaining about those songs, but it's just the same exact songs over and over and over again. A band might have other songs that people haven't heard that they could throw in there, but they never do. But the point of all this is, T-Bone, he does it right. He'll play something you never heard before. He knows every genre. We've chatted a bit, and everything I throw at him, he knows all about it. So check him out. Turn it up. T-Bone's Prime Cuts. also want to say turn it up to a couple podcasts out there that are doing something similar to what I'm doing. These are the Single Band Deep Dive Podcast, which, to be honest, I didn't even know that was a thing. I thought I was the only one who had come up with such a smart idea. But nope, there's some more of them out there, and two of them in particular are pretty awesome. There is the Deep Purple Podcast. So I know nothing about Deep Purple, and even I enjoy this thing. It's hosted by these two old friends, and they have a great chemistry that only two old friends can have. And folks, they know absolutely everything about Deep Purple. So it's very thorough and impressive. So I would look that one up. If you care about Deep Purple at all, look up Deep Purple Podcast. Turn it up, Deep Purple Podcast. And then last but certainly not least, all the way from Dublin, Ireland, Sabbath Bloody Podcast. You might be able to guess that that's a podcast about all things Black Sabbath. This guy knows his music definitely more than your simple man. And it's similar to uh, this one here where it's just one lonely dude. I don't know if he's lonely, but he's alone when he's recording this podcast. And he carries it with ease, very comfortable on the microphone. Again, maybe not like someone you know. In addition to all the insight and great music talk, he has a, he's just a funny guy. He has a great sense of humor, unlike this podcast where we try to keep it pretty serious. He's a very funny guy. Um, Clarence, oddly enough, has really taken a shine to Sabbath Bloody Podcast. He's always talking about how great that host is and sending him emails. It's really pretty weird, but I'm sure nothing will come of it. But turn it up, Sabbath Bloody Podcast. So there's your turn it ups, but how about your shut it up? Let's have a quick Kid Rock update. This is from, I'm going to read from the local newspaper here, the Tennessean. And it says, quote, Kid Rock is raising a middle finger in Music City, literally. Rock, who lives in Nashville's White Creek neighborhood, commissioned an artist to install a giant middle finger sculpture on his property. And then it goes about to tell us how he found this moron that makes sculptures of middle fingers. I'm sure the thing is placed in as conspicuous a spot as possible to allow the middle finger to be given to kind citizens that just happen to be driving by. Now, the article also goes on to state that Rock also recently made headlines when the sign for his new Lower Broadway Steakhouse and Bar was approved in January. We talked about his steakhouse and bar earlier. The soaring 20-foot-tall neon sign is a giant guitar with some controversial attributes. The base of the instrument is intentionally shaped like a woman's buttocks." End quote. When is enough enough, Kid Rock? It's like someone gave a 13-year-old boy millions of dollars and just set him loose in Nashville. 
It's like Home Alone, except Macaulay Culkin is a 50-year-old redneck millionaire. I, just, I don't know why someone would go out of their way to aggravate others. Um, he does a great job aggravating people just with his music. You don't need to put a middle finger in your front yard. So shut it up, Kid Rock. But back to the Turn It Up, Sabbath Bloody Podcast, Deep Purple Podcast, T-Bones, Prime Cuts. They're all out there on your social medias. Very active on Twitter, which, by the way, I'm active on Twitter these days. Let's give a quick social media update. Clarence, pretty much across the board, failed to set up decent social media pages across the Internet. I tried to get a Facebook page going. I thought I had it down, but apparently I could murder someone on Facebook Live. But if I want to establish a Facebook page or whatever they call it, with the name Skinner to Reconsidered, it's next to impossible. So I've given up on Facebook. I have a million problems with them anyway. So actually, Facebook, shut it up. But turn it up, Twitter and Instagram, we're all over there. We're having a great time on there. It's a good way to get updates on the show and to provide some feedback. Met a lot of cool people on there. I always assumed something like Twitter would just be obvious political commentary and a bunch of gifs from Friends episodes. But boy, was I wrong. It turns out it's only like 85% of that stuff. And the other 15% is really cool people that are fun to talk to. So shame on me, but I'm having fun on there now. So you should join us over at Twitter. Enough of the show updates. Let's get to the music. The song for the day is called I Need You. And this one's interesting because this is the only song on this entire album, Second Helping, that I had not heard before. I'm going to be honest. I did go ahead and listen to this song a couple times yesterday and then a couple times today. The whole idea of you guys hearing me hear a song for the first time, frankly, is not as interesting as I hoped it would be, and it makes it kind of difficult to have any type of insight. Although I will say I haven't researched this one very extensively, and I still don't know much about it. I did notice it's seven minutes long, and that's part of the reason why I wanted to go ahead and check it out beforehand, because there's no way in hell I'm playing all seven minutes of this thing. We're going to want to skip around. But the song I Need You was written by Ronnie Van Zant and Gary Rossington. Ah, oh, great. It's starting to rain. This will probably ruin this recording, too. Clarence, please try to do something. I mean, I know you can't make it quit raining, but I don't know. Do something to make this sound good later on, please. It's I have very limited time to actually do this podcast. And I have a, a side job. This is obviously my main job where I get most of my income, but I do have a side job and I have a family of kids, so... It's pretty rare when I get a chance to record. So when I do, we're just going to keep going. Rain be damned. Let's all hope for the best, free birds. Back to the song. It's called I Need You, written by Gary and Ronnie. And I'm going to be honest, it's a bit of a snooze in your simple man's opinion. So why don't we just go ahead and get into it. I will say, I do like the opening where someone exclaims, oh, and then I don't know. There's something cool about the way it opens. Here, let's take a listen. Leonard Skinner's song called I Need You. See, that's kind of cool to me for some reason.
So we obviously have a slow, kind of heavy song here. Can't wait to hear the lyrics and get into whatever story Ronnie is going to spin for us today. It's already feeling a little uninspired for me. I'll let it roll a little bit. Let's take a look at the lyrics from the chorus here. They are, ooh baby, I love you. What more can I say? Ooh baby, I need you. I miss you more every day. Now, I don't mean to be rude here, but these lyrics are, they sound like they could have been written by a 10 year old. And actually I felt bad because in the first episode of this podcast, I think I made an offhanded remark about how Ronnie Van Zant's lyrics are mediocre. And I'm learning that that is incorrect. In fact, I think Ronnie is underrated as a lyricist. He has that great sort of down-home appeal, but there is also some deceptively clever lyrics, which we will get into later on this album. But we're not getting into that today because these lyrics are garbage. I do wonder if, you know, Ronnie never wrote down his lyrics. We've established that. So I wonder if maybe this was a case of Ronnie came up with some great lyrics with the guys Skinner was all excited about it. They go into the studio to record. All of a sudden, Ronnie's on the mic, and he can't remember what he came up with. So he just starts saying, ooh, baby, I love you. And the guys are sitting around in the, in the booth thinking, that's, that isn't what he's saying before, is it? Maybe we should say something to him. Hey, hey, Ed, why don't you go say something to Ronnie? And then Ed's like, uh, I don't know, maybe, uh, Alan, why don't you go mention it? Alan says... Um, Gary, that seems like a job for you. And Gary goes, oh boy, I'm not approaching Ronnie. Uh, Al Cooper, maybe? And then Al Cooper just runs out of the studio. That Maybe we'll imagine a scenario like that as we listen to the rest of this song. Maybe that'll give us uh, some source of entertainment. Let's get back to it. I do kind of like that roll on the open hi-hat. That, that sounded cool. And overall, the music doesn't sound bad. I like the production. I like how all the instruments, they're right in your face. You know how music these... I sound like 
an old man, but music these days, it all has this kind of modern pop sheen. This song doesn't have that. Skinner doesn't have that. It feels right in your face and kind of raw, for lack of a better term. It's just that the song is boring. I woke up early this morning And the sun came shining down So let's skip ahead, actually. This, this thing is seven minutes long. I miss you Guitar, come on. told us, Ronnie. Tell it, tell it. In each and every way. I'm trying to tell you I need you much more Stop. Alright, stop. That had to be the worst lyric in the entire song. I'm trying to tell you I need you much more than a piece of lay. That's not very romantic or sweet, Ronnie. Freebirds, if you doubt me, put that on your next Valentine's card to your significant other. I love you. I need you much more than a piece of lay. See how your night turns out. And it just kind of goes on like that. Let's skip to the ending. All right, three birds. That was I Need You. Bit of a slog, if you ask me. I, I can't even say that it was bad. The music was fine. The lyrics were bad. The music was fine. It's just kind of... Like I said, uninspired, a little bit dull to me. I'm going to have to rate it, and it's probably going to get ugly, Freebirds. But before I do that, our sponsor today is Columbia House. We are better than ever, and we have our finger on the pulse of the raddest generation, whatever generation might be listening to this. Plus, we have an offer you can't refuse. Subscribe to Columbia House today at ColumbiaHouse.com and receive eight album downloads for just one penny. Select from a huge catalog, including the newest and dopest 
Leonard Skinner albums. I'm just reading the copy. After that, we will mail you a passcode for a digital download of a totally groovy new album every month. Don't like it? Simply return within three days. If you choose not to do so, you will only be charged $27.99 for each album download. But don't worry about all that. You will totally remember to cancel. Subscribe to ColumbiaHouse.com for the most woke and relevant music service today. Columbia House. Totally free, dudes. I had no idea they were back. I remember that from when I was younger. Okay. Alright, so now for the song rating. You guys can tell I'm not a huge fan of this one. I listened to it a couple times yesterday, like I said, and I I can't even remember what it sounds like. It's it's the only song, I believe, on these first two Skinnerd albums that is just not memorable at all to me. I'm not saying the music is bad. It, and maybe it's a grower. It had kind of a cool, slow groove to it, but it just felt boring to me. It's definitely too long. It's seven minutes. You know, maybe they were thinking they had Simple Man and Free Bird on the first album. And this second album, Second Helping, it doesn't have any slower tunes. So maybe they tried to cram one in there. And it just wasn't as successful for me. The lyrics were borderline embarrassing. So I'm going to give I Need You by Leonard Skinnerd on a scale of 1 to 5 Skinnerds, 2.1 Skinnerds. By far the lowest rating we have so far. And in fact, these first two songs, Sweet Home Alabama, where I also criticize Ronnie's lyrics, those are the two lowest ratings that we've had so far. So both songs on the second album so far rated lower than every song on the first. Fascinating, really, when you think about it. But here's a twist. I have heard every song on the rest of this album, and things are about to heat up, folks. The lyrics are going from worst to first. Some of my favorite Ronnie lyrics are on this album and some of the upcoming songs, so Ronnie no doubt will be redeeming himself soon. So things are going to get heated up. We're only two episodes in, and we already had a major, major plot twist. Let's go to the Dad review. Hear what Dad had to say. Let me pull this up. It's a brief, brief review from Dad. It's going to be a quick episode. Dad says, Wasn't familiar with this song at all. Had to research it. By far the weakest song on the album. Didn't do anything for me. Rating one Skinnerd. Holy moly. Have we ever had a one Skinnerd rating? Well, no, we haven't is the answer. Also, why am I saying holy moly when we've gone blue on this thing? Doesn't matter. But Freebirds, I promise you, things are going to things are gonna heat up. We're going to get to much better songs very soon, starting with the very next episode. Before we go, I do want to mention something that I continue to forget to say. And that is, if you like the show, do me one favor. I'm going to ask you for one thing. I promise, here's the simple man guarantee. I will never ask you for a penny. You can try to give me money, because you know the show is worth it. I won't accept it. The only thing I might do is I kind of want to have t-shirts. That sounds cool to me. But I will sell them to you at cost. I just want some people out there wearing some Skinner Reconsidered shirts. So maybe we'll think about that. To me, that's when you've really made it, is when you have a t-shirt. And I'd like to make it. But that's for another day. The point is, I will never ask you for money. I got nothing against all the other podcasts that will. In fact, I like to contribute to those. But for me, I'm not going to ask you for money. I'm going to ask you for one thing. And that is to go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever it is when you listen to this, and give us a five-star rating. 
It would even be great if you left a little comment. I can give you some suggestions if you're not good with words. You could put something as simple as, love the podcast, exclamation point. You could say, Skinnered rocks and so does the simple man. You could say, I'm very attracted to the simple man. He has a, a great take on things and a cool voice and I love his personality and I'm a hot lady. But, you know, I'll leave it up to you. You guys say whatever you want. But seriously, if you could go and leave a five-star review, apparently that really makes a difference when it comes to listeners finding the show. I have no idea how that works, but please do that for me. And you know what? While you're there, give a five-star rating to Sabbath Bloody Podcast and to Deep Purple Podcast. Why not? You know you're just going to be on your phone anyway. It really won't take very long. I don't care if you've heard their podcasts. It's not really a lie. It's just a nice thing to do. It's a favor. Have you done your good deed for the day? Well, if not, get on over to iTunes and, and give some five-star ratings to Scan and Reconsider, Deep Purple Podcast, and Sabbath Bloody Podcast. It means a lot to us, and we would appreciate it. The next episode, and, and by the way, I should say, another Scan and Reconsidered change, some more show updates, one more. I'm releasing these weekly now, at least I hope to. About once a week, you'll hear one of these podcasts, a new song, a new episode. Last season, I dumped them all at once, but... I've learned that I really demand instant gratification. In addition to that, I love having a little back and forth with the uh, free birds out there as we go through this album. So please follow me on Twitter, on Instagram. Don't even think about Facebook. And let me know what you think. Let me know if you don't like my rating. I'd love to hear from you guys. So in about a week or so, you're going to hear the next review, the next episode, and it will be a song called Don't Ask Me No Questions. But until then, I must be traveling on. I'm trying to tell you I need.